It's the home stretch, and this is what people are waiting for. What exactly is it going to be? Election Day, you know. What was that uh, song from years ago? Um, it was, uh, you know, this, this, uh, I think it's Duran Duran. They had this thing called the Power Station. And then there was Arcadia, you know, and both of them came out with uh, different songs. And one of the songs was called Election Day, you know, and uh, this is the Election Day in America, November 8th. And uh, for some of the uh, materials we're, we're, we're talking about were recorded uh, uh, yesterday, late yesterday. We're having some trouble with some uploads. But other than that, we're a-okay. So let's start it off. Tom Smith is uh, doing his wrap-up homestretch talk here on Election Day in New York City. I am Mike of New York. And let's listen to the candidate for the Republican Party's 6th District. Tom Smith. And, uh, your your candidacy is uh, like many others who are running on the Republican and conservative lines, and uh, medical freedom being uh, seen as uh, somewhat of an upset to the Democrat majority here in New York State. What do you say to that? Well, we're hoping for a big upset. Uh, we've been working hard the last uh, whole year. A lot of people, uh, good people are running on a Republican and medical freedom ticket. And we uh, we hope that the people can uh, actually wake up this time and come out to vote. Uh, because they, if what's been happening to them for the last two years, they need to realize that it's the people that are in office that did it to them, not us. You know, when, when I was listening to an ad by Lee Zeldin the other day, he said you have to vote as if your life depends on it and that it actually does. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. With the crime, uh, the 62% increase in crime over the last year, uh, it is a matter of life and death, this election. Absolutely. More than any other election. What can you say about your particular area? District 6, it's got pretty bad situation when it comes to gang crime. It's also got pretty bad situation when it comes to cops being told not to enforce the law. How do you plan to deal with it from Congress when you're elected? Well, we're going to put pressure on the local officials to uh, enact stuff uh, up in Albany, uh, which will filter down. Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, if Lee Zeldin wins, we won't have no problem because he's going to put an emergency executive order in uh, for crime, and that should solve some of the problem immediate uh, with the funding for, from federal government. Uh, but in the future, uh, if Kathy Holzer wins, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people leaving. I'm going to, you know, go two quick questions here because I know you're campaigning. You, you know, you're in your home stretch right now. Uh, first question is, what is the first thing you intend to do when you get to Washington? What, what, is, what is your most important thing or the most important things, you know, like one, two, three, that you feel you want to do when you get to D.C.? Well, a, a lot of it has to do with... Uh going to the Department of Justice uh, and getting independent uh, prosecutors to go after and hold the people accountable that destroyed this country for the COVID vaccine. Uh, the unelected people who gave out orders with no factual basis uh, and bringing them to fourth Congress to uh, be, uh, be you know, subpoenaed and, and brought forth to answer for, for crimes against humanity in reality because of what they did to us. That's number one priority. 
Number two, we need to secure funding for the area for the, uh, the sewer systems that are outdated, uh, which my opponent has still, uh, even though she voted for the uh, $1.9 trillion infrastructure deal, she uh, did not bring any money to do anything here in this district. Uh, that's that's number two. And number three is to fight for uh, more reforms and uh, school choice in New York, uh, maybe possibly with federal funding, and to get a uh, private schooling vouchers uh, that are either vouchers from, from the state for to send your kids to your choice of school or have where you can deduct the private schooling off your income tax on federal returns. You know, one of the things your opponent is talking about is uh, all this climate change stuff. But she seems to want to have all these climate change programs using uh, items that aren't made in the United States. Like she wants electric buses, she wants electric cars, she wants, uh, you know, all these solar panels and everything. But she's not, in any of the legislation she's put forward, she never asked that it be made in New York City or New York State or, or in, even in the United States. What do you say to that? Do you intend to see more government items supplied coming from the America First. Absolutely. We're going to, uh, you know, put, put forth uh, legislation to make sure that anything that has to do with infrastructure is, is definitely made made in the United States of America, USA, number one. And number two, more than likely she's not against any of that stuff because most of that stuff is made in China where she has all her four or five million dollars worth of investments. And I'm sure guaranteed that somehow or other she's, you know, making money on it. I'm going to give you a, a minute or two. You have a message. It's the last day before election. What do you want to tell people who are planning to vote today and tomorrow? Well, I, they need to get out and vote themselves and make sure that they bring one, two, three, ten people with them. Anybody, help your neighbor, help your friend, help anybody to get them out to vote. Okay, because like Lee Zeldin said, your life depends on it, number one. And number two, you have no idea what's going to happen because Kathy Holchel has a big plan involved, okay? You think this COVID thing is over? You think these quarantine camps are over? You think this whole mess with COVID is over? It is not. They are going to hit uh, full press on it when, after they get elected, if all of them get elected and uh, being with the... Albany uh, super majority in the Senate and the Assembly, they're already putting forth bills to take away your parental rights uh, for children under 18, for medical procedures, any type whatsoever, without no parental consent. Uh, it's going to be a horror show here, and uh, the people need to wake up. We've been trying to put this message out there to everybody, and we want them to get out and vote. You need to vote red, because uh, one of our... Uh, you know, our talking points that were on the street is, you know, stop the crime, stop the hate, vote Republican to save your state. That's what we want to tell everybody. Well, thank you so much, Tom. Thank you so much for calling in. And uh, we'll hope that, uh, you know, this message gets out to as many people as possible today. God bless. I hope it does. Thank you, Mike. Take care. You know, the last Republican to win as governor in the state of New York was George Pataki. And George just came in, you know, it was after 9-11. It was a different wave, a different sweep through New York. New York City needed to uh, needed to change. And uh, Rudy Giuliani was the mayor then. 
people wanted to see teamwork, they didn't want to see uh, too much uh, issues. And there were really, really major problems in the city and in the state and in the country as a whole. And it was just a different kind of, of red wave. Of course, this was uh, during the Bush era. And people were sick and tired of, uh, you know, all these liberal policies of the Clinton administration, the excesses that took place with things like Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and, and, and an economy that rebounded and then collapsed because of these massive uh, homeowner loans that were given to people who probably should have never gotten any loans. And then there was the, the collapse of the military. Basically, the Clintons defunded the military to a level that left the United States vulnerable uh, and, and, in fact, has remained so to this day. Uh, do you know that there is not a functioning military base within 50 miles of New York City, primarily because of the Clinton administration, that most air defense and other facilities uh, were shut down either by the Clintons or by the Obamas? It's, it's weird. It's like they're doing the same thing in San Francisco. There's not a functioning military establishment uh, position where the military can come in and set up and and defend uh for example san francisco from an invasion from china uh they can't do it they're, they're, they don't have the land for it they don't have the ability to set up a facility immediately they still have to apply to a city or a state to be able to come in and do what they need to do so that is what these sorrow sites as i like to call them uh, you know, uh, are doing and, and they're basically doing it to, to hurt the United States because that is what these people want. Who they serve, really? Well, maybe, you know, it goes back to Soros was uh, was uh, providing services to his uh, stepdad back in the day, they say. Uh, you know, uh, but that's another issue for another topic. Right now, let's just go into and look at uh, former Governor George Pataki, a guest on Fox Business and uh, what he had to say about this whole crime situation and how, yes, indeed, the vote now is part of what your life is. Meaning that if you want to live, you better vote. Not only that, you better vote in a way for those candidates who will protect you and protect the city and protect your life. I'm Michael New York. miserably uh, not even tried to close the southern border and criminals drugs uh violent gangs are crossing that southern border one of the reasons why crime is out of control but in new york uh it's the worst it's been uh since i took office and it's directly attributed to the failed policies of the left in uh treating criminals as victims instead of the innocent victims of crime as, as the people you have to protect. And and Hochul uh, is kind of making a mess of things the way, sort of the way Hillary Clinton did the other night. I mean, talking about a conspiracy to talk about crime, that you're part of a conspiracy. And then during the debate that she had with Lee Zeldin, she was talking about why she didn't really know why he was, why crime was so important. I mean, she hasn't really been making a case that she could do a better job of what she has done for the past couple of years. Basically what she's saying is I've already taken the action that's necessary to solve the problem. I don't think there's one person in New York State who believes that. Right. Every single day there's another horrible incident. There was another one, uh, a jogger on a popular uh, trail on the west side of Manhattan uh, hit over the head, raped. Uh, uh, in the morning, and that person had been arrested 25 prior times. 
That's what it's like in New York today. You get arrested for a violent crime, you're off and out on the street the same day. Uh, and we're seeing case after case where people commit violent crimes after having been caught and released dozens of times. It's because the law in Albany doesn't work. It has to change. Zeldin has said day one he's going to change it. Uh, Hochul is pretending that this is all a hoax. It's not. It's real, which is why for the first time in 20 years, a Republican has a real chance to win in New York State. And, you know, related to the crime issue, and this is happening all over the country, it's not just New York, it's the quality of life issue. You saw when you were governor and when Mayor Giuliani was, was mayor of New York City that those two are connected, that if you have a decline in the quality of life, if you have people using the sidewalk as a bedroom and a bathroom, uh, you're going to have an increase in crime. You can't really separate those two issues, can you? Not at all. I mean, uh, the administration basically said it's okay on the subway to not pay the turnstile jump. It's what it's called. They, they learn, oh, it's okay to break the law. So they break the law and assault people on the subways. Uh, it's just horrible, the, the violence that we see there. there. And we have a mentally ill homeless crisis. As you're mentioning, you walk the streets of New York, you can't help but see these people who are mentally ill and belong in secure treatment threatening others and really diminishing the quality of life. So uh, New York needs to change. I think the people across the political spectrum, not just Republicans and conservatives, but Democrats, know that New York needs to change, which is why Zeldin has a very real chance uh, next week. Well, what's, what's frustrating to, to people like me who've lived here through those different generations of political leaders, I, I moved here in the early 1980s, so uh, I saw a change. I saw how you could turn around that horrific crime rate we had in the, in the late 1980s uh, with the right policies, dealing with the quality of life issues, uh, dealing with, with uh, turnstile justice that let cr violent criminals out. So we know what works, but this particular administration, both governor and mayor and certainly prosecutors, are not doing what works. Uh, that's exactly right, and that's the tragedy here. It's not like we don't have an example. Uh, you are correct. When I took office, New York was the most dangerous state in America. Uh, think about it. Nobody realized that because, oh, New York is a safe place. You know, my kids are moving there from around the country. It was the most dangerous place in America when I took office. And we changed all the laws, over 100 different criminal justice laws. We changed the judges and upheld the law and supported the police. And now they did the exact opposite. They went back to the policies that they tried before when we were so dangerous and were becoming dangerous again. How stupid. I forgive my uh, No, it, uh, it, it is. There's here. no other word but, for it. Insane but, or stupid. But, I don't think there's any other word for it. Go how ahead. How stupid to do exactly what failed the last time. And as you see, these horrible incidents of people right. being victims of violent crime claim that somehow the changes you made have worked. Governor, and one of the things... I, I'm, I'm sorry, but we're running out of time. I just have to ask one final question. There is an obstacle, sure. and one of that, those obstacles is that a lot of the, the great exodus of New Yorkers who went down to Florida because they couldn't take it anymore, the, the high crime, the high tax rate, the high regulations, that means fewer votes of people that might be sympathetic to Zeldin. Is that going to be a factor in this election? Quickly. It is a factor. I mean, New York is number one in the country of losing population to other states. And a lot of them are people who were just disgusted with the crime and the taxes and left. But I still think there are enough 
New Yorkers to understand that it's the Albany that is failing the people, not the people failing, gotcha. so that Zeldin has a very real chance. Gotcha. Former New York Governor George Pataki there on Fox Business. A uh, little interview excerpt from it took place uh, the day before Election Day on November 7th. And, of course, uh, let's hope that uh, as the day ends today, it will be calm and peaceful and transition will happen soon. Uh, there are some theories and talks that uh, when Hochul loses, she might not accept her loss and her supporters might not. And there may be trouble in the streets. Uh, that that they've infiltrated, uh, you know, so many leftists and extremists uh, from the uh, liberal, uh, socialist, uh, Democrat bloc that that uh, they've weakened the police and the uh, National Guard and other units. Uh, we know that for a fact in the U.S. Air Force, you know, they managed to appoint a woman who is basically a supporter of terrorism, uh, you know, and, and terrorist groups. And uh, we'll talk more about her, but she's actually an undersecretary of the United States Air Force. Sadly, she's Asian American. Sadly, uh, she's uh, you know somebody who people really need to keep an eye out on because all she has been doing is weakening the United States Air Force from within and doing everything she can to weaken the United States. And these are the types of things that hopefully with a new Republican majority in Congress um, and in the Senate, we can see changes for. That's the latest for me for now. Uh, it is election day, it is the home stretch. There are reasons to go out and vote. Vote, vote right. Vote the right direction. Vote the right path. Vote the way God would want you to. Because the opposite party, the opposite direction, well, you know who exactly they're supporting. It sure ain't Jesus Christ and it sure ain't God Almighty. It's something from a much warmer and darker place. You don't want to go there. And they're not going to let us take us there. We're voting for life, liberty, and, of course, happiness for all Americans. And this is what they do not want you to hear. They do not want you to hear that this vote is about voting for life. They don't want you to hear that lives of people depend on it. So protect the future. Vote for life. Vote for Lee Zeldin. I'm Michael New York. Mm-hmm.